Is clap chlamydia or gonorrhea? Uh, well, you know, when you're treating for chlamydia, we actually uh, empirically just treat for both at the same time. It's kind of an oversight if you don't, because they're often co-infected. And you could be Uh, asymptomatic from either, especially men. Men can be asymptomatic carriers. Uh, So we treat for both at the same time. But I think traditionally speaking, when somebody says they got the clap, they mean chlamydia. See, I think that as well. But then I think I read somewhere that it was gonorrhea. And that's what's confusing. Because how do you get the clap from gonorrhea? I mean, what is the clap? Like, what's the etymology? I don't know. (laughs) You know, honestly, in medical school, we didn't actually call it the clap. Really? Usually we just refer to it as chlamydia and or gonorrhea. Guys, googling literally the clap. What? Is it wrong? It's gonorrhea. It's gonorrhea. Well, there you go. And it's very common. What is this? Oh my goodness! Don't don't look at the images. No, the it's my te- it's my my computer's catching no, up that's on all not the. What I was... Oh, what were you saying? Why is gonorrhea called the clap? Named after the French clapier. Clapier. Gonorrhea is also sometimes referred to as the drip. That's worse. This nickname comes about by the grossly visual visual symptom of an infected penis that leaks and drips distance. No, go, go back. <laughs> what is happening in this Google thing? Like, there, she, you're out for a great <laughs> dinner date and your date has gonorrhea and is not telling you? I guess so. I screenshotted it. And it so will we, send this to you. Yeah. Good, good, good. Do I send it out? Can I do it? Yeah. All right, we're sending it on Hangouts. Bear with us. Okay. This is worth it. Well, in the meantime, you've caught us in the middle of action. Welcome to Everything You Remember Sucks, the medical advice podcast brought to you by gonorrhea. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't there like, isn't there a a song called, off of Willennium called like Big Willie style or something? So that seems like it would fit in. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you said it. <laughs> that seems like a thing. Is that a thing? You guys make that into a thing while I sit here. All right, well, we got to look up Willennium now. Okay. And then we didn't actually podcast. Okay, now no. to start the podcast. Welcome to Everything You Remember Sucks. I am your most intrepid host, Anu. I'm your least favorite host, Colleen. Least favorite. You and guys I put am, me down all the time. I am the last co host, Matt. You know, I've always had a problem with the term least favorite, because what is that really? I know still people a favorite. use it as a stand-in for worse, but least favorite still sounds like it's one of your favorites. That's true. It's like if I said you were my least best friend, it's still like, well, I guess we're still friends, just not the most. So I'm kind of offended, but also like, I guess I'm better than the average best friend or the average right. friend. Well, not then the I, average. I definitely stand by my introduction then. Perfect. I'm so proud of you. Because I'm a favorite. I'm just the least, really third favorite. Jesus Christ. All right. So here I am Googling. Okay, Big Willie style. Millennium to get to the hit song Wild Wild West. And the B-side from the UK CD is Big <laughs> Willie style. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Well, I guess since, uh, <laughs> since we're getting into it, uh, this week we uh, watched the music video for Wild Wild West. 
uh, four minute and thirty second music video and definitely didn't need to do anything else. I that's wish. all. I would have been way better off. What have you done to us? A new. I think I was telling Matt like as soon as the credits started rolling and the song, the Wild Wild West song started playing, I was like, "This is my favorite part of the movie." What a missed <laughs> fucking opportunity to not have that in one of the like action sequences. Well, so the weird thing is too, it's like. They didn't include the music video in the movie. They include the music video for Men in Black in Men in Black, right? I'm pretty sure. Was I supposed to watch the music video? I didn't watch the music oh. video. Oh, well, do yourselves a favor. Go watch the music video after this because it's good. It's quality. I just <laughs> so watched did, it right before this. What did we do instead of just watching a music video? Because I think we inflicted some actual torture on ourselves. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Guantanamo like oh we're putting them in the wild wild west room <laughs> yeah you get to watch your favorite will smith movie oh men in black no hitch not exactly uh i guess hancock's all right but uh you know that'll be fine no no not that one no wait you can't after earth no even worse <laughs> than that <laughs> is will smith a bad actor i don't think he's a bad actor per se I think he just makes interesting choices. <laughs> he really He's just does. In a lot of but like, do you honestly feel as though his performance is bad in this movie? There's nothing there's nothing like overly offensive about what he does. It's what, literally Where is this in the spectrum of his movie career? Is what I want to know. Like when or like yeah, where and like, quality. Was this his second movie or right. was he like really popular? He was a huge star. And this he chose huge star. He read the script and was like, this is the one. What he had done before this was Independence Day and Men in Black. So two very big movies, right? Uh, And obviously Fresh Prince of Bel-Air as well. So doing well. And he didn't want to be typecast as a sci-fi guy. So he turned down a, a science fiction movie and did Wild Wild West instead. And the science fiction movie he turned down was the matrix i knew this factoid (laughs) yeah yeah now admittedly and i think he's actually said this himself he probably would not have been the right choice for the matrix yeah like keanu keanu reeves weird like kind of robot personality works well for the matrix especially at that time will smith will smith has a hard time playing people who aren't charismatic like just will smith yeah, and he tries not to be in Hancock, and it's not good. You're just like, be Will Smith. Stop doing this thing you're doing. So I, I already sense that this movie we'll probably talk about for longer than the actual runtime of the movie. So we might just need to jump right in and keep this moving along. Cause okay. God damn, well, there's a lot to unpack. Yeah, there is. I mean, I could probably just talk about Kenneth Branagh and the choices he made. The choices that he made that the rest of us just have to deal with. But <laughs> let's get into it. <laughs> because, first of all, this this movie starts with a scene that just makes, like, no sense, right? None. No sense. Totally out of nowhere. Yep. There's this spinning disc and a guy running through a cornfield. And you get no sense of anything that's going on. And it's like, isn't this supposed to be a Western? Yep. I looked back at the marketing. The marketing heavily featured the giant mechanical spider, so I guess people knew what they were getting into. But I was still 
baffled by it. So weird that he didn't want to be typecast as a sci-fi guy, and this is like one inch removed from a sci-fi movie. Yeah. It's not that far away, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really not like a huge jump. But yeah, it, it opens with this, this guy running, and then... He's got some weird thing around his neck. Like collar thing, and then, oh, Saw gets him, and then we see our supposed villain, a guy with a prosthetic ear. Right. What was that guy in? What? I don't... <gasps> was he... <gasps> I've just fi- oh my god this has been bothering me since last night. He is the guy that he's in Silence of the Lambs. He is. He's in Silence of the Lambs. Yes. He, th- that is Buffalo Bill. Yes. Ted Levine being. Oh, his, it know. was literally killing. I was like, I know this voice, but I'm not going to look it up. It's going to come to me, and it came yeah. to me. How far are we yeah. fallen? That he went from that incredible <laughs> movie to this movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wasn't. Let's see. What's the timeline here? So 1991, he's Buffalo Bill. 1999, he's General Bloodbath McGrath. Right. Uh, How could we forget the name of our our treacherous Confederate villain? Right, right. And this, this is immediately like one of the main problems with the movie is that the villains are utterly ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Utterly ridiculous. But they try to have their cake and eat it too. And it's emblematic in this guy's name, where he's like, Bloodbath McGrath, and they reveal the story of how he got that nickname from murdering, like, a whole slave town. And they're like, oh, look at how badass he is. I'm like, I'm sorry. You do a joke about how he's got drainage coming out of his ear. Like, you can't have this guy be, like, this unrepentant, murdering badass and have him be a total joke. And you can't have him, like, Arya Stark with will smith later in the movie where he's like put me out of my misery and he's like no i won't do it (laughs) (laughs) this movie has so many weird like stylistic turns like is it's a comedy right i yes yes and it's a comedy of an era for sure right like yeah i don't think the like slapstick action really happens in that way anymore because like the closest you get i guess mc uh I guess Marvel movies are supposed to be, like, funny action movies, kind of. But they don't do the humor so much so that you don't enjoy the action. Like, the action isn't a joke, right? Yeah, they're, like, quippy. Like, they have, like, a couple lines in here that are funny and, like, it's snappy, but it's not just, like, blatant body humor or Freudian slips. Total slapstick. Yeah. I mean, like, Will Smith's first scene is in that water tower. What is that water tower? What is happening? There's so much I have. What a non sequitur from this, like, gruesome opening to then we get him in a water tower hot tub? Like, contaminating a town's town's drinking water? Yeah, what a monster. And it, it has, like, what appears to be a bed and, like, shelves in there. Like, it looks like an apartment that's yeah. full of hot water. Right. And it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, they couldn't... They wanted him to fall out of that tower naked, but they couldn't really justify exactly why that would happen. Yeah. So they made this weird set that just doesn't make a lick of sense. It's not like the movie is, like, avoiding sexuality. Like, there's point... Like, that's the only thing. Like, they could have just had him in a bedroom naked. Yeah. And then the floor falls or something or some people bust in. Yeah, like, why the water? I don't know. What was that whole part about? 
yeah it's not like he like rides a giant wave into town to meet our our villain and our our dynamic partner oh god who also is just man there's just a lot of issues in this movie oh yeah so yeah let, 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 let's jump through the beats we get will smith in a naked fight that has a lot of cuts of like almost seeing his penis but we don't yeah. because he's 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 so so i don't know humble kind what word would you use to say someone who's like willing to cover up his junk modest homophobic <laughs> homophobic yeah yeah it's weird i don't think anything explicitly homophobic happens in this movie but i still felt like it was homophobic yeah it absolutely is you know it gives off that it's like a guy you meet at a party where he didn't say anything wrong but you get the sense that he might be have some troubling views yeah but yeah so he he finds out that these people are stealing nitroglycerin transporting it all wrong and then rides into town to stop it, busts into a saloon, and we meet. Well, wait, what's Will Smith's character's name? Jim? Jim, which really bothers me. Jim West? James Jim West. Is he, is this a play on words? Is Wild Wild West? Wild, yeah. Yeah. oh. Yeah. Yeah. You just put that together? I don't really think it's a play on words. It's like literally the explicit premise I, you know, it takes place in the Wild West. So it should have been called Wild West. Wild. Wild. Wild West's Wild West. Nailed it. That so was... that's definitely. Yep, that's better. Can you imagine the poster for that? <laughs> I mean, the album art for Wild Wild West is just Will Smith leaning up against a giant W. So yeah. it could have been Wild West's Wild West. Yeah. Will Smith presents Wild West's wild west yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funnier than the whole goddamn movie <laughs> you're proud of that one i think it's hilarious <laughs> i mean it's not bad <laughs> but anyway we get into the saloon so there's a saloon and movie. there's a brothel and inexplicably Sama hayek is there and she just doesn't fade into the background and she does just such an explicitly bad job in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, of everybody, everybody in this movie is doing things. And it's fine. Like, it's fine. It's bad. They're The stuff they're doing is bad. You see? But what she's doing, she's doing something bad badly, also. <laughs> like, True. Will Smith is good at the bad thing he's doing. Like, he does the bad thing and he does it with conviction and you're like, you genuinely believe that he actually believes what he's doing could result in something good. Salma Hayek, just the whole time, is like overacting like crazy. But that's not even it. Because they're all overacting. Because this is garbage. It's She's doing something Why so she, bad. So, so the movie at the end reveals that she's been married this whole time. Why is she here? Did we get the like the plot to this movie is so goddamn hard yeah, what to follow. Yeah, what was she what was she there for? Nothing, just to have a woman in the movie. She's a plot device cuz they don't need a reason to go after Lovelace or McGrath. They have their reason. Yeah. So she's literally just there to be like to to be a set. She's just like a thing so well, they could like argue about who's going to get with her. Wait, do they capture her in the brothel scene? No. No, she gets, she goes, 
So she's in the brothel scene trying to get to McGrath to get to Lovelace. She fails because our other main character, whose name is escaping me at the moment. (laughs) What is this guy's name? Jimothy Mm -hmm. East. The artsy dude. Artemis Gordon. Oh my god. Artemis Gordon. Artemis Gordon. Okay. So Artemis Gordon in drag is apparently more attractive to Bloodbath McGrath than Salma Hayek. And what? Not, well, be- it, not believable in for an a second. interesting turn of events if we think this is like a lineage callback to who would be the great-great-grandfather of Buffalo Bill. Maybe this is a subtle mm. nod. Mm. Like he, maybe he sees through the drag and knows what he's getting into well yeah i mean in that way it's a much more complicated movie right that the really explores really the concept deep. yeah that like you know he maybe his violence is an expression of his inner turmoil as he struggles with his own sexuality and in that way it's very it's a deep it's a deep film yeah yeah wow yeah. seeing it in a whole new light now the first yeah. cut when when they show that that lineage is really, really way more interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think we, we've we got something here, guys. So let's, <laughs> yeah. Let's cut. Let's recut the film. I think we can make something out of this. Dear God. We're like 30 seconds into this movie. I know. It's just there's so much. There's so much that happens, yet nothing really matters. I think I still don't know. And maybe it's because I fell asleep for like 20 minutes during the movie because I was sleepy. But I still just don't know what the plot was. Like, what was... What? I just don't... I wasn't following it at all. Bloodbath gets a lot of nitroglycerin. They go to the president. The president goes, hey, you gotta get Bloodbath. He's a bad guy. And they go to get him. And then it turns out there's another bad guy pulling the strings for the bad guy. Right. And he's trying to divide up the United States. And they kill him. But how did they... Why do they have the president at the end? Because the president was... They had to get the president to sign to break up the states. Yeah. Super contrived, by the way. There's just one scene where he's like, well, my foreign friends would like for this to be legitimate. Yeah. And I'm like, no, why don't you just shoot him with your giant robot spider? (laughs) If they just walked the spider around and blew up, like, DC, I think they'd be like, yep. I'm saying in a more competent movie, and it's not like we don't have disaster movies at this point in time this is after independence day yeah that would have been an amazing another homage could have done is have the spider blow up the white house that's what i'm saying that would have been great what if the spider blew up the white house oh my god god damn it guys so yeah they meet the president the president puts them on the assignment but it turns out it's not the president it's our guy guy gordon guy our good guy gordon (laughs) Good guy, Gordon. Okay, Will Smith presents <laughs> Wild West, Wild West, starring Wild West, Wild Willie West, and Good Guy Gordon. God damn! Can't wait, Hollywood. I know you're listening. Just get the reboot greenlit now because you got your next Avatar. What's weird is in the reboot. Will Smith will actually play Artemis Gordon. I'm actually envisioning this now as a Quentin Tarantino movie, and mm-hmm. it works. It's it's the Hateful Eight, right? It actually, gratuitous violence. 
See, the hateful eight represents the eight legs of a spider. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I think we just called this one here because... <laughs> I think we peaked. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like in 20 more minutes, we might have a better name for the actual film. So oh, I have to keep adding to it if we can find some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone needs to write it down now because yeah, I already forgot... <laughs> I don't have any paper. For the sequel, it's like it's James Cameron presents. Oh, no. Will Smith's still presenting. Will Smith presents Wild, Wild West, West. Wild West. West. Starring Willie West. Willie West. And good and, guy Gordon. And good guy Gordon. Get a piece of paper. I'll write it down. I don't want to write that. Get it. I don't want to forget it. I don't want to commit that to paper. I want to remember this forever. I want it to be on my tombstone. I want this framed. I want this hung right above our wedding photos. <laughs> above over yeah okay so our boys are on the train they get right, a train so i think it's important to know that ulysses s grant is the president right artemis gordon can impersonate him perfectly like impeccably and he gives them a technologically advanced train because reasons like they just need that this train is just gonna take you to the plot don't worry yeah. about it. If the plot has ever stalled, just get on this train. You'll get to the next plot point. Yeah. No worries about it. This train is the movie equivalent mm-hmm. of a loading screen in a video. Right. So was this was this train was this train Artemis's? No, I think it's the president's. But there's a bunch of tricks on it. Like if you press a button, the chair flips upside down. That seems like something Artemis would do. Why would the president have a fucking trick train? No, I think like I think they mentioned at some point that he helped the president deck it out. Mm. Yeah, I guess Artemis made the train. Also, Artemis is a U.S. marshal, right? Yeah. Who doesn't like to use guns? Yeah, Which, they're and primitive. Who, and who also designs trains? Yeah, I mean, Colleen, are you familiar with what the U.S. marshals do? Are we just going <laughs> to skip over the whole rocket bike scene? I'm <laughs> getting to the train. <laughs> That's a given. I think that, you know, that just comes with the your, your good guy Gordon, he's got his rocket bike. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> I just mean, saying it, it all out loud makes me so mad. <laughs> I haven't seen a, a such a bad movie in a long time. Uh, yeah, so he also I don't even want to talk about the rocket bike. I don't know why I brought it up. <laughs> yeah. So he beats There's a fucking horse on a rocket, rocket bike. bike. Yeah, that's all you sure, guys need sure. to know. I, what's weird is that the rocket power theme song cut in during my movie. Did that happen during yours? That <laughs> <laughs> must have been your your stream. <laughs> I must have gotten a bad stream. I got my streams crossed. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what Ghostbusters was just talking about. Oh my god. I think it's important to mention because it comes back in a big way later. That's true, that's true. Okay, he has a fucking rocket bike. Yeah, he beats them on a horse race. Well, it's a rocket bike V horse race. And then there's a really gruesome scene where because he lost the race, Will Smith has to put down his horse. (laughs) And it's it's long. It's like ten minutes long. And it's just (laughs) It's Will Smith, and he seems really sad. This is why I'm saying he's not like a bad actor because he does seem he could dig, like, yeah, really sad. And he's just whispering sweet nothings to his horse while he loads a rifle, and it's dead silent. There's no music in the scene. I don't know. It was an interesting artistic choice. But anyways, they got on the train. 
I don't know what Colleen was trying to do. They get on the train. I was going to mention, there is a horse. The ho- Oh, you mentioned a horse, and I didn't want to forget it. And I'm just going to say it now. Well, who would ever want to forget a horse, podcast, Colleen? They're this, majestic. This podcast will be as put together as the movie. So, there's a, at the end, not at the end, but somewhere towards the, I don't know, it all blends together. But there's this one part where, like, the horses are together dragging that care drag care what do you say carrying a carriage what do you pulling, pulling a, carriage. a carriage it's been a long week okay um they're pulling the, the carriage stood up on their hind legs lifted up the carriage <laughs> all right on, away. all right on three guys let's with your backs <laughs> so the the trip the trouble with parsing through what colleen's saying is during that 20 minutes she did dream up dream up some of the movie <laughs> So some of the movie is what actually happened. Some of the movie is a dream. I have literally no okay, idea okay. what you're the trying part, to bring up. The part is I hate myself. I don't like my brain. Okay, it's like the part where the the, the two horses are carry are are. God damn it, Greg! Hold your weight. Pivot. That friend's cut in was really really ridiculous. Does Colleen have a nosebleed? What's happening? <laughs> she had an aneurysm. What is wrong with her? <laughs> There's the part where the, the horse is the what part are you tra- Wait, when Will Smith jumps off the horse? Oh. Yeah, so he jumps. We're like three minutes in actual movie time away from this, and you're like, I can't wait well, I to get it, to I it. it was the, I tell you, I t- Anyways, when he can, like, he disconnects the horse and he just, like, takes off on the horse. And then, like, you think he gets so much further ahead. And then the next scene is, like, him getting to wherever the fuck they were. And then literally, like, 30 seconds later, the dude with the other horse shows up. And I'm like, why did he just disconnect that horse for no reason? Like, he didn't get there any faster. (laughs) What? It just made me mad. They could cut it. So it was oh, like, no, because like literally, they show him getting there, and they show him doing the act, whatever action scene it was, and then they show the other guy showing up, and it was literally oh, like okay. twenty seconds later. Right, and the other horse is like, "What the fuck, Greg? I have to carry this <laughs> carriage all the way here on my own." And Greg's like, "I know, but when Will Smith tells you to go, you go." I'm sorry, not when Will Smith, when Willie West <laughs> tells you where to go. We are literally like, we were like. They get to the house, they, they break out some hike, and then they ride the carriage. Like, that's where we had to get to for this interjection. Well, I feel right, like we right. spend a long time in the house. Don't they take a long time in the house? And they the painting? Do... There's a lot of things yeah. happening. I mean, they there. take a long time, but we don't have to take a long time because nothing well, actually happens. So they do some spoopy shit with a head to oh, reveal yeah. where this house party is coming up which i feel like could have been solved with just like a scene where they find the invite in mcgrath things like they stole it from the brothel but instead it's got to be like he burned the last image he saw on the back of his retinas it's crazy and i'm a scientist that would have been a really cool like first act of this movie if it was way more mysterious and they had to like uncover dead bodies last images for clues but right. Instead, they just do it once. It's just once. It's like some Rick and Morty shit. It's like just a thing. Like that would happen in an episode of Rick and Morty, but you accept that because it's it's Rick and Morty. Like that's right. the point. But this is like a real movie with real people. <laughs> like what's going on? And a real head that they turn upside down, have to put glasses on because I know. And Will Smith is so grossed out by it, but he's like a fucking 
He's like a murderer. He's like, a bounty that? hunter. He's a bounty hunter. He shoots people with guns. You can't be that wigged out by a head. You've killed people before. Yeah. Like, I, and you know some amount of kung fu. I just... Wait, how did the head get on the train? Did the well, president put the head on the train? I think the president put the head on the train. <laughs> He's like, they're going to need this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know science, but... My, my good guy Gordon will think of something to do. Right, because it's not Ulysses S. Grant. He doesn't put the head on the train, right? He tells, he delegates that task. Okay, so we saw the best case scenario of this. The worst case scenario of this is like some horrible graphic comedy that the writers originally had with that head. They're like, we'll put the dead guy's head on the train and Will, Will Smith will slip on it. <laughs> Kick it right into good guy Gordon's nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, no, 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 no. We'll shoot light through the head. Oh, no, 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 no. That's insane. Save that for the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Was there a sequel to this? No. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Technically, it's the spiritual prequel to Wild and Out, the show with Nick Cannon. <laughs> I see it. I see the It's the same God. universe. It's like an, it's like the expanded universe. God damn it! They get to the party. The party has some terrible moments. Mm-hmm. Will Smith gave what's his name advice on how to fill up his fake oh, boobs. Oh no no no! You're forgetting about the, the 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 homophobic part. The reason that you feel like it's homophobic is because Will Smith's like, I'm not dressing. I'm not going to wear those clothes because he's homophobic. Well, I mean, but that's his arc is acceptance. <laughs> True. You know, because by the end of the movie, mm-hmm. he'll dress in full drag. I was gonna screenshot that and say a weird prequel to to Aladdin that. Uh, <laughs> A weird people, uh, a weird prequel to Aladdin, a weird prequel to RuPaul's Drag Race. I don't know. There's a lot going on in this movie. All I'm saying is Will Smith is a drag icon, and we need to talk about it. Oh my god, I I don't know how I forgot so much of this movie, but I think years of therapy probably yeah. Yeah. come roaring back. <laughs> yeah. So they get to this party, and that's where we first meet Lovelace, who is just so bad in i want to say every way and kenneth branagh okay let's talk about kenneth branagh for a second because i want to read his exact position uh his current position is that he is the president of the royal academy of dramatic art and i don't think he should be allowed to keep that position (laughs) no for playing an eagle evil (laughs) colonel sanders like, an evil Cur- no, an evil Colonel Sanders would have been better, I think. Yeah. I think it would have been more interesting. They're trying to steal my 11 herbs and spices. Right. I think that's that's actually a very compelling film. <laughs> I'd watch that. I think so. I watch Wild Wild West, so I don't think there's anything I could say no to anymore. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you're legally allowed to. Somebody could play a movie, you could be like, I don't really want to watch this. And they're like, you're not allowed to say no, actually. <laughs> you signed the terms of service before you watched Wild Wild West. <laughs> Anything I want to show you, I can now. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> and not only did we watch Wild Wild West. You fell asleep. But we paid for it. Hey, let's not put that out loud on the internet. <laughs> yeah. I have a job. You paid real money for it. They're gonna fire you. They're My gonna be like, listen if to you this. can't, yeah, if you can't use this money responsibly, you can't have it. 
your mom's gonna come and be like i need to take this check from you because clearly you're not a responsible adult yet god damn it they're at the party what were you gonna say about this horrible actor uh oh it's just it's just you can't do anything with him because every sentence he cuts any sort of tension like they try to do this thing where he's like crazy and he's like ranting but in the middle of his rant he's like and i lost my reproductive organs and i'm like what what why his entrance is literally exploding out of a head of abraham lincoln yes like it's a lot yeah the weird thing about this movie is that like the effects and like the steampunky nature are pretty cool like his wheelchair that he rides around in with the steam engine in the back and then all the stuff that comes later is objectively kind of cool and looks good for a movie made in 1999 but everything else in it is so bad that it's just and it's not shot well yeah. like these sets with like tim burton would have yielded a trippy and possibly amazing movie but it's just it's shot like it's a regular movie yeah it's shot like nothing weird is going on at all yeah it's just like this was exactly what it was like in 1869 like it's like i feel like they were going for campy but it just didn't lean in yeah they didn't lean in hard enough yeah they didn't convince me that they thought it was a joke Yeah. yeah they what i felt like it's it's like you're laughing at somebody who's a little they're not all there it's like oh no this isn't good yeah this person needs to be protected yeah exactly (laughs) okay i'm gonna i'm gonna hit the beats through this scene as fast as i can okay because i feel like you've said like so they get to the party for the past 15 yeah because i told i said at the top of the podcast (laughs) said at the top of the podcast we're going to talk for four hours about an hour and a half movie and here we are half an hour in yeah and we haven't made past the first 20 minutes okay it'll speed up after this why does Lovelace have four woman sex slaves? Who yeah, are he doesn't have people? a penis. He doesn't have a penis, and why do they stick around? What are they gaining out of all of this? Is that no his idea. sex dungeon also? Yes. Yeah, I that was his sex dungeon. So, but... Right, he has these four women, and still he wants Salma Hayek too. He wants cake and eat it too. That's a horrible expression. Yeah. Of course I want to eat my cake. Of course I want to eat my fucking cake. Yeah. I want to Yeah. I thought you were going to say, how does he have four henchmen who could just stand in paintings all day? That's true. Oh, also that, that was an interesting choice. Um, like, that's where the movie is like, if it were leaning into being like a goddamn Scooby-Doo movie, it would have been funny and cutesy. But instead, there's just like no explanation and it's so yeah. weird. I would love if one guy got out of the painting after Will Smith left and he's like, I'm glad I didn't yeah. do anything. <laughs> like, he, he was like, oh shit, yeah. I was fine. And then Will Smith shoots him from off screen. Like, just really lean into, like, make this an Austin Powers movie. Yeah. Right? I also was irritated that the reason that he saw the guy behind him for the first time wasn't like because he saw the reflection in the person's eyes or something. It was like, it was, it was a chick, right? And she like she like looks to the side or she like glances off. I'm like, rookie fucking mistake. Like you shouldn't be looking. If you knew the guy was there, he shouldn't be looking. And you he it should have been so dumb. I mean, why didn't they just shoot him as soon as he walked in? So dumb. Yeah. Why wait? What was the whole point of her? Why did she even come into the room? 
just be like, hey, portrait guys, take care of Big Willie West. <laughs> yeah, we get title cards in between all of the interludes. The portrait yeah. guys versus Big Willie West. <laughs> <laughs> And then the only other thing that I could think of in wait, this... Wait, wait. It's it, uh, Willie West Painting Time <laughs> featuring the portrait guys. Produced by Rick Rubin. That'd be wild. <laughs> uh, yes. So then there's a lynching scene. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, because after the misdirect that there happens to be another prostitute who looks strikingly like Kevin Klein in drag. Oh, right. With the boobies. That they had to cast someone as. Yeah. I know. That's a real woman. That's a real woman. That's her real human body. Yeah. Like, that's, she's got to leave work that day and be like, I did something. Will Smith gotta, is going to shame you on screen for five minutes. Yeah. That's it. She's got to feed her kids at night and know that that's what happened to her. And he, like, really drummed on her boobies. Yeah, he really went for it. You think she still talks about it? Like, yeah. yeah Will Smith Will once drummed on my boobies. Says Willie West. Big Willie West. Uh, I don't know. I Now that Aladdin's out, I feel like it probably comes up more. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, when it was after Earth, she probably was like, mm, I'm not going to mention it. <laughs> <laughs> Suicide Squad, nah. Now that we're, like, on a slight uptick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was good in Suicide Squad. She might have mentioned it, but she might not have been like super proud of it. <laughs> yeah, in Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad? Yeah, he's uh, dead shot. shot. How did I forget about that? <laughs> you're, you're not holding on to much. Don't worry. <laughs> Give it another like I guess like ten years, and when we do a podcast about that, we'll <laughs> on episode fourteen. <laughs> Zing got us. <laughs> <laughs> okay so there's the lynching scene the lynching scene is interesting oh, yeah, it's they... actually funny that you bring up tarantino because it does seem like something that would have been in like django unchained yeah like a funny lynching scene. the weird thing is like when i start we started watching this movie i thought it was going to avoid all social commentary like i thought there was just going to be will smith was in the wild west and no one was going to comment on his race so mm. it was interesting that they like try they mishandle it so bad that i wish they had just turned a blind eye instead of trying to have like commentary moments or having the backstory be racially motivated because i feel like these are not the people who are equipped to tell that story this wasn't the first time that they brought a brace though no it, it, was, was, the... it was when he was also looking at outfits and he did the whole it's not the first bit. time i'm just saying like every time they do it I think it's kind of... It's not very good. It's, yeah. it's bad. <laughs> to the fact where a lynching scene gets played into, like, a guy's five minutes at open mic night. And then he bungee cords out of there. Yeah. Now, what would have been interesting, actually, is if they shot this movie with Keanu Reeves. <laughs> but everybody treated him like he was Will Smith. <laughs> and they don't address it. Nobody addresses it like advertising or anything. They don't say like, "Oh, we intended this part to be for Will Smith." No, it's just you. You point drop Keanu Reeves. Can you imagine the viral marketing if the movie was actually called Will Smith Presents Wild West, Wild West with Good Guy Gordon and Willie Smith? And there was no marketing materials outside of that. Everyone be like, 
oh my god, Will Smith's making a Wild West movie. He's he's Wild West. It's his Wild West. And then you get Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I, I think this is an amazing idea. <laughs> Keanu just did that rom-com on Netflix. It seems like he's open to a lot of stuff. I'm going to call him up. Yes, yes, that's what should have happened. <laughs> the crazy virally, viral marketing. Well, what if every part was Keanu Reeves? <laughs> Would that be better? Mm-hmm. Okay. What if what? this was the prequel to John Wick? Will Smith presents... Did you think about that? <laughs> that should be the title of this episode. What if Wild Wild West was the prequel to John Wick? <laughs> I can't anymore. I was going to tack on an Austin Powers type subtitle to the end of the movie because Mike Myers does play every character essentially so how yeah. do we fit that in but mm. I'm just done I'm I'm gassed I can't even uh... <laughs> no more okay no. well let me just read the Wikipedia article from here out out yeah <laughs> uh, Rita asks for their help in rescuing her father Professor Escobar one of the kidnapped scientists um... so we get at this point just five minutes of 12 year old jokes and freudian slips and like 15 seconds of some hikes but i feel like we haven't talked about artemis enough because you know our listeners know nothing about him you know who is kevin klein well he's let me tell you a little bit about kevin klein uh in our weekly segment a new looks at (laughs) wikipedia <laughs> while vamping for time uh in which a new of course looks at wikipedia as the title might suggest but he also does so while vamping, vamping for, for time. time uh well i can tell you a few things about uh kevin klein is that he won an academy award mm. and three tony awards mm. and is in the american theater hall of fame and what's actually interesting is it's all for his role in Wild Wild West. <laughs> this That's... movie, I was going to save this factoid for the end. They won a Razzie for worst on-screen couple, Will Smith and Kevin Klein in this movie. Really? Yeah. That checks out. Yeah. It checks out. Uh, but yeah, Kevin Klein. he also has been nominated for two Emmy Awards, two BAFTA Awards, five Golden Globes. What's um, he been in? And it says for... All for Wild Wild West. Okay. Um, <laughs> interesting. Best interesting. actor and supporting actor for the president and Artemis. <laughs> yeah. It's weird because they have uh, his filmography lift listed here. And he's been working since 1982. And uh, most recently, he was actually in The Beauty and the Beast as Maurice. Um, but uh, all of these actually just say the Wild Wild West. Um, and it even says here, uh, Wild West's Wild West presents Beauty and the Beast. And in that, he stars as Maurice. Um, crazy. So that's interesting. (laughs) I didn't know, uh, that Will Smith was in Beauty and the Beast. So if I just clap, will you just edit everything before the clap and we'll start over? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Hey there, guys. You're listening to everything you yeah, remember sucks. I am your most delirious host, <laughs> we Willie S- West. We see Selma Hayek's butt, and then they get captured. Wait, no. Also, she makes out with Will Smith. 
what yeah a little bit she like kisses will smith a will a little bit and artemis gordon is just like cool with being cucked and also it was like her idea he didn't initiate it she did no no she kissed him kind of apropos of nothing and artemis seems into it a little bit like Like he's a little like definitely this is somehow involved in artemis's pornhub searches like put me on that pool table and hit that button so i get locked down Exactly. <laughs> that that whole train car, you don't want to take a black light in there. Yeah, yeah. This one's the sleeping gas. This one's the, yeah. the ball gag and chains. Artemis, what? You, you don't want to touch the eight ball. You don't know where that's been. <laughs> the point being is there's a weirdly explicit sex scene between Will Smith and Salma Hayek. And Artemis just stands there and watches the whole time. Yeah. And it's weird because there's a slow zoom on Will Smith's face, but you can tell he's still thinking about his horse, which he had to kill earlier <laughs> in the movie. Because <laughs> he's crying. He's crying, like, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's an ugly cry, but Will Smith pulls it off. Yeah, it's an ugly cry. It's an ugly cry. And he just softly whispers, my horse, but he is having sex with Salma Hayek. And then a train car lands behind them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the movie continues. Anywho. <laughs> so yes there's this weird like banter between the two of them and they just have zero odd screen chemistry it's a very well deserved uh razzie if if like will smith and martin lawrence are on one end of the spectrum this is the opposite end of the will smith chemistry yeah i don't even know if it could be linear like that i think there's some weird paradoxical bullshit that this gets pulled into a black hole of like just awful casting, acting, and and direction. Yes, yes. But Rita goes to sleep. Rita being Salma Hayek. Salma Hayek goes to sleep. Her butt <laughs> is out. It's like such an it's such a weirdly asexual scene. I'm like, I just saw Salma Hayek's butt and I feel nothing. Yeah. Because <laughs> it feels weird. I feel kind of gross actually. I'm like, maybe I should. It feels like squicky to me. I'm like, oh. I feel like Salma Hayek didn't want me to see her butt. <laughs> but I, can't I, believe, I can't believe in one episode we both get a noob's Wikipedia wall vamping hour and waxing poetic around Salma Hayek's butt. Like, <laughs> what a great episode for the listeners that they get that both back to back. Both segments, right? And it's weird that I've been talking about Salma Hayek's butt in the other episode. The Barney episode is I... by far the weirdest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so loveless at the same time reveals that he has this giant spider weapon no wait you missed the whole collar part the collar part yeah no first loveless kills all of the um people at the beach what i feel like that's later the tank no No, no this is when Oh yeah! No, no, no! It didn't already happen. You know that part where you said we're, you're we're three minutes away from that. We just got there now. <laughs> no, because we interjected all. I know the we've all visibly aged about ten years while recording this, but we cut in all the train bullshit. But that's also when they ride the iron boat to the beach. Exactly, they ride this boat. And then Loveless kills all of McGrath's men with a tank that he built. A steam-powered tank. 
what does that even mean? Because it's still coal powered, right? Like steam power is just coal power. Yeah. How much coal are they using in this movie? A lot. A lot. Don't get into it. I have to get into something. It's just, it's, so they kill all of McGrath's men. He shoots McGrath, leaving him to die. And then McGrath says he was framed for the massacre at New Liberty. I don't get it. It's weird. I just don't care. Really. What's amazing is that we all watched this movie and Colleen was awake for this part. One, we forgot it completely. And as the noob reads, the recap is still puzzling over what's been put in like three sentences. He's still just baffled by what happened. Right. Right. He just, he kills all these men. And I guess, I guess I'm happy because they are Confederates. So like, great good true i guess it's good that they all die they get back on their train so they yeah they get back on their train (laughs) that's right yeah okay so they get back on their train and then (laughs) they're chasing down loveless whose tank can turn into a train and also can lift itself up above the train tracks and then drop down behind them and so then he, they can chase there's a train chase which is not a super exciting chase because they're both on the same track yep <laughs> and so they put will smith on a cart and they roll him towards the other steam tank for no real explicit reason like well, they just do it he's gonna break the train yeah he's gonna break into a tank they send a man out <laughs> to take out a tank an anti-tank will smith <laughs> they said no. about once Will Smith gets on the tank train, his way of stopping it is putting a lid on it. Like, before he gets interrupted by the the henchman, he's literally just got, like, a lid, and he's like, alright, here we go. It's so, it's just like, yeah. But he does! That's the craziest thing. Well, he throws a that... person in instead. But he does, he does destroy the train. Right. Yeah. Brutally murdering somebody. Same guy... <laughs> worried about a head brutally murders a man by throwing him into a steam engine yeah checks out it's weird how they really focus on that guy dying they show the steam melting off his <laughs> face and it it looks realistic this isn't just like raiders of the lost ark and then will smith says something quippy like not gonna use his eyes for something 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 yeah know. little hot to handle yeah i should have written down more of his one-liners because i feel like they were all all over the place. Really? I think it's only because he's only allowed to say one line at a time. Yeah, like they weren't good. <laughs> like by the line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> made it by the line. So, yeah, it was a budget, you know? <laughs> it's cheaper. So, they disable the trade. Then Will Smith gets back to their original trade. And Salma Hayek fucking sleeping gases all three of them. It's so fucking stupid. Yep. I think I was asleep for this. You, wait, what? This is like the best part of the whole movie. This is the only part I remembered going into it. Because then they it. wake up in the cornfield. Nope, I was asleep. The whole part where they run away from the saw blades flying? Yep. Oh, my, okay, well. Oh, okay, well, that, that explains why you didn't really understand the collar. Because they, they put the collars on Will Smith. They put the collar on Willie West. Good guy and Gordon. Keanu Reeves is also there. Uh, <laughs> and good guy Gordon. Keanu Reeves actually plays the flying disc that cuts off people's heads. Oh, uh, yeah. Crazy that's, turn. That, that feels right. Really good special effects. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, and he talks a lot. 
he talks a <laughs> lot. He has like he delivers a dramatic monologue. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's from King Lear. God damn and then it. I yeah, was going to say King Lear as well. It's so weird. Yeah, well, you know, great minds think alike. Well, we did watch and also other minds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they run around uh, more slapstick as they run around. The explanation for these fucking saws is they're just strong magnets. Like, yes. if you were to have a strong enough magnet on you and someone were to throw a saw blade, it would cut your head off. Yeah, that's it. It's just magnets. Yeah. Uh, and I think you guys, No, you can't write me off like this. You guys don't yeah, matter sure. about this. Well, what's weird is that the insane client, clown posse's magnets, how do they work, plays in its entirety <laughs> in the movie. Uh, and Colleen not, is nodding her head because she was definitely awake for that. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Is this ICP? Oh, yeah. I love this song. Yeah. Well, Colleen's a big juggalo. Yeah. That's why I married uh, him. Yeah. Well, the, the juggalo wedding was beautiful. Thank so. you. That's hard, hard to say. <laughs> I didn't appreciate all the clown makeup I had to wear, but, you know. And you appreciated the ride, all the clown sex right? you got. Yeah. The clown sex was better than I thought it would be. <laughs> It's better than I thought. That's why everyone. But I couldn't stop around. thinking about Will Smith's horse during. <laughs> <laughs> Come for the clown makeup, stay for the clown sex. It's the juggalo way of life. So they get knocked out. Loveless steals the wanderer. They run away from the. They run away from the saw blades, Matt. You want to get through this movie? <laughs> Honestly, they, he's our. He's his own worst enemy right now. Right. They so run away from the saw about. blades. They fall into a ravine full of pig shit. Yeah. I think it's just mud, but sure. It's pig shit. Uh, it's, a- a- actually, it was uh, copies of the script that had all <laughs> spontaneously turned into pig shit. Uh, they couldn't figure out why that was happening. But they used it to their best effect. They used it to their advantage. So uh, then he hits one of the magnets, which reverses its polarity, because they decided there hadn't been enough slapstick for five whole seconds. So <laughs> then they started getting stuck together by the neck. And that was ooh, so funny. Such, such good jokes. <laughs> what about All the good jokes. He gets stuck to his belt buckle. Like he's about to perform oral sex. <laughs> right. And then he does. Yeah. That was uh, a weird dramatic choice. Like again. Yeah. A lot of just like long cuts with uh-huh. no soundtrack. No other audio. And the weird thing was. It was well done. I mean, I'm not gonna better lie. than Selma Hayek's butt. So. Yeah. yeah, it was weirdly more sensual than yeah. Selma Hayek's butt. And the weird thing was, it is that was actually the most chemistry that I felt like Will Smith and Kevin Klein had had on screen. Yeah. Yeah. But so that happens. So there's that. <laughs> I think, what's that? That's like 20 minutes? I mean. This is the 20? Yeah. A good portion of this, this whole act before they, they get to the, the finale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. because it's first will smith uh blows kevin klein yeah um and then kevin klein of course reciprocates because he's a giving lover right. um and that's probably like five minutes and then there's the 69 yep um well after they cuddle they cuddle for a bit they cuddle for a in the bit. desert they cuddle for like, a bit are you ready to go and you think that they're gonna go find the bad guy but yeah then it gets to the 69 <laughs> yeah, yeah i was waiting yeah. for this yeah 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 um, and then they finish the 69 and then the weird thing is they don't rest after that and right. they just get right back up and start walking right. again and then the rocket power theme song started for me this time <laughs> yeah <laughs> well that played during the 69 actually <laughs> we are riders on a mission. 
<laughs> it finally makes sense why they said why they're in play position, guys. Yes, they're in heavy play position. Oof, oofa doofa. I'm gonna get into that play position. <laughs> I hate you all. With Willie West, this is by, Willie. I mean, objectively our funniest episode. We still have most of this movie to get through, but I'm enjoying the ride. Right. So the uh, slapstick and gentle lovemaking ends with <laughs> him just finding tools and disassembling the neck belt thing. Yeah, that, it's impressive that they were able to do that all with the neck belts on. But yeah, well, who, wait, you who know. put the neck thing is on? Bad guy. <laughs> Um, was it on the girl too? No, he no. stole the girl. Oh, he stole he the girl. He still wants to fuck her, so he took her without his penis. Yeah, I mean, you could still well, be a passionate lover without a penis. Yeah, well, I feel like the explicit message of the '69 scene is that you can't be a passionate <laughs> lover without a penis. Yeah, a lot of gratuitous shots of male genitalia to show you. <laughs> yeah, which is power. weird because they did cover up Will Smith's junk earlier in yeah. the film. But then this had a lot of just like steady cam shots of just his penis. And like Kevin Klein, I want to say staring adoringly at it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's quite quite beautiful. Yeah, it, it's reminiscent of when Will Smith, you know, cried over his horse earlier and you could sense the relationship. I got the sense that... Uh, Artemis Gordon felt the same way that Will Smith felt about his horse about Will Smith's penis. Yeah. I have coworkers who listen to this. It's <laughs> 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 too much favorite. <laughs> <laughs> the whole seven, eight minutes out. <laughs> I'm going to make it its own episode and be like, I'm going to title it Matt's Coworkers Please Listen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So they get the it. neck belt off. Yeah. They start heading towards Loveless. <laughs> At this point, I'm still asleep. Yeah. Uh, and Loveless reveals that he has the giant spider. Yep. And okay, at the... this is all coming together because I was like, where the fuck did this spider come from? Right. So there, Grant, Ulysses S. Grant, is about to hammer a railroad spike into the Transcontinental Railroad. Because mm-hmm. this is a period piece, first and foremost. Right. This is a period. Well, it's symbolic that if he does that, he will have brought the United States together. And there is nothing that could tear it apart afterwards. Yeah. Right. Not even a giant mechanical spider. (laughs) Exactly. So you better stop him. Which up until that point in time, it had been explicitly stated in the U.S. Constitution that the only thing that could dissolve America was a giant mechanical spider. Yep. Uh, That was the founding fathers original attending. They said, you know one nation under god but not under giant mechanical spiders indivisible asterisks yeah with liberty and justice for all yeah. and then if you went to where the asterisks went yeah except in the situation of giant mechanical spider yeah see people forget that because in the pocket constitutions the footnotes are in the back of the book so you got to remember well, and flip all i mean i mean that was on my that was on my APUS history exam so Right. I, frankly, I have it tattooed on my lower back. Yeah. Right. Uh, just because, you know. You don't want other people you know. to forget. 
I don't want other people to forget it, and I do a lot of doggy style. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> coworkers, coworkers. Guys, my mom listens to this. <laughs> uh, no one I know does. Um, Jesus Christ. So, so the giant mechanical spider shows up, right? Yep. And he kidnaps uh, Ulysses S. Grant and Artemis Gordon, who is pretending to be Ulysses S. Grant. Yep, Will Smith and fails to save them. Will Smith gets shot in the chest, and that's his last scene in the movie. <laughs> and it's a very Game of Thrones-style thing where the main character just dies and he doesn't come back. Yep. For the they rest don't even, the like, acknowledge it, really. Like, they shoot, he falls off the spider, and then that's it. Yeah, he dies, he dies. Uh, and then Jaden Smith comes in and plays him for the rest of the movie. But the weird part is he's wearing Will Smith's full-size clothes, and at this point he was like a child. Ah, or non-existent. I was going to say, I don't even know if he was born yet. Uh, he was definitely born. Uh, no, actually, I think he he was born after this movie because Will Smith said, I have to do something right. <laughs> uh, and then he gave birth to Jaden Smith and he said, nope, not this. Nope, not like this. Not like this. 1998. So, uh, yeah, he was alive. He was Joke's one, on you. Yeah. He was one year old. Yeah, how cute one would that have been? This was his first birthday present. I made this for you, boy. My boy. <laughs> I made this for you. Three minutes. Type okay. five. Type three. You, want to you guys are the ones minutes? ruining it. You've spent, and by ruining it, I mean making it great. I'm just saying, like, I think we've spent more time making up things about the movie than we have actually talking about the movie. Yeah, it's because there's Colleen, like four scenes in the whole movie. fell through a lot of this movie, but everything I've said has been 100% accurate. <laughs> no one's going to watch it to fact check us, so. And I could edit the Wikipedia page with. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> bigger. Kaylee and Matt's work colleague, I double dog dare you to watch this movie. <laughs> write us about it once you've watched it maybe it is like raiders like if you actually watch it all the way through without falling asleep or closing your eyes your you face gets it? melted off no i stayed honestly the whole time. That's how I it that. might be like the video from the ring because i have a sense that within five days i'm gonna die <laughs> jade smith comes to kill you <laughs> jade smith will come and kill me if you Don't like, talk. how dare you talk about my father <laughs> that way you'll stab me in the chest oh how do you know about the horse <laughs> oh can you imagine Oh, the publicity! If like Will Smith's PR team is like amateur podcast taken down after bad managing Will Smith and treasure Kevin Klein for an hour and a half. Oh, I can only dream. So, Will Smith survives, guys. Spoiler, spoiler. He he's alive. Loveless reveals that he intends to use his robotic spider to dissolve the United States. And he's going to give it back to Great Britain, France, Spain, Mexico, and the Native Americans. As well as a chunk for himself, right? So, in this movie, it takes a very bold stance because the Native Americans are the villains of this film. <laughs> we'll take that from him, too. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, they're definitely <laughs> the bad guys. Like, Great Britain, France, Spain, that's all fine. Mexico, though? Isn't his henchman Native American? Like, don't they make a joke about that at some point, and then Will Smith brutally murders him? Yeah, yeah, he's definitely Native American. And before Will Smith kills him, he says, I was just doing it for my people. And Will Smith says, I'm just doing this for my people. And yeah. he shoots him and in the face. Good old-fashioned race war. Yeah, yeah. 
And then he says, I, you deserve this. He says, I am legend. <laughs> Prequel. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Gordon is planning on, or Loveless is planning on killing Gordon by shooting him in the face. But then a beautiful woman shows up. Uh, and this is probably the most sexually charged scene in the movie. Uh, which is weird because of the, all the explicit fellatio. But in this case, this beautiful, gorgeous woman does uh, a very sensual dance. Um, and inexplicably, she sets uh, Gordon free. Uh, and she also sets the president free and <laughs> Rita free. And she then she just disappears. And Will Smith actually comes back wearing her dress, which is strange. Very bizarre. Uh, it's very bizarre. But they get... Uh, Loveless just gets away in a spider. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> like, he just gets away. And it's like, he's a man in a wheelchair. None of you guys could have caught him. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm forgetting what happens here because he dances and then he gets revealed or something. And then they, they yeah, because his boobs or whatever start doing weird things. What? His boobs, the tassels spin, yeah. and then they shoot fire. Oh right! I th- yep, I had a joke in my you head. You question me? You question me? No, because I was gonna me. say this is a weird lead into the fembots. Yeah, but... for sure. Yeah, the fembots were uh, well more competently done. I suppose. <laughs> True, but it's also it, why. And Loveless is so into Will Smith in drag. And so is McGrath. Yep. It's not just like they're attracted to them. They're really, really into them. Yeah. You know? And why is it that only our villains have a fluid sexuality? And that's what I don't like about this movie. Is Fundamentally, it villainizes uh, the sexuality spectrum. Yeah. Mm. It says the only way to be is heteronormative. And True. if you find Will Smith attractive in uh, a sort of harem girl outfit, you're wrong. You're a monster. You're just like Loveless. Yeah. Yeah. And I- I'm sorry if finding Will Smith attractive is wrong. I don't want to be right. I'd also just like to point out that this is the scene in which I woke up. So <laughs> Perfect timing. Yeah. And she wished she had him. <laughs> she uh, begged Matt for death. Uh, <laughs> And Matt almost granted it to her. He said, for you, my darling wife, anything. <laughs> and he placed the a gun sweet, sweet race of death. I cannot pause yeah. the movie. I am dutifully bound to finishing it so a noob can podcast with me. Thanks. Uh, now sleep. Yeah, so he escapes and they build an airplane. Yeah, they build an airplane like really quickly. Yeah. Uh, and then there's like a just a joke about Air Jordans, real quick. Yep. Uh, they fly the plane. It's remarkably maneuverable. Yep. Oh, you forgot to mention the plane. The point that we brought up the the fire bike earlier. The the. Yeah, I thought I mentioned that yeah. the plane was part of the the, the bike. It becomes the plane. Oh yeah, I guess I didn't need to bring it up because if I just said a plane appeared, people would have been like, "Yep, of that course makes a plane sense. appeared." Yeah, of course the plane appeared. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The so rocket bike's how it's propelled. Right, and Will Smith actually pitches naming the plane after his horse, whom he had to kill earlier in the film. And uh, Artemis Gordon says, no, that's dumb, and I hate your horse because it's not my rocket bike. And just kicks him in the shin. It kicks him in the shin. And yeah, so he names the plane the Air Gordon, 
the air gordon gets shot down they land on the spider uh so they yeah they because it's based on a wasp attacking a spider as opposed to shooting the spider's rickety ass legs they build a plane and land on top of the spider. I forgot you were asleep for this, but there's a whole scene in the desert where Will Smith apparently lives in the desert, and then there's a complete, you know, non-segued introduction to be like, look at that, best hunter in the whole desert, something something wasp. See, it's gonna kill his tarantula. Mm. It's like, what? Makes sense, yeah. Why? Oh yeah, that like weirdly dramatic scene. Yeah, he's killing him to lay its eggs in the spider. You could have just yeah. flown a plane out of the spider. I would have been like, huh, I wonder if this was inspired by nature in any way. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not dramatic if they just flew a plane onto a spider. <laughs> right, right. What is this, the Fast and the Furious? <laughs> I like to imagine that they did write that. They were like, yeah, we're just going to have this plane jump onto this spider. And then someone was like, you know what? I just watched a nature documentary where this wasp kills the spider. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put that earlier in the movie. It'll be awesome. Yeah. I was watching a nature documentary, and after I finished, I was like, this would be a good scene for my movie that I'm making. We have an extra $74 CGI budget. What do we want to spend it on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Though it made me think, actually, this would be a great scene in a Fast and Furious movie, and they are running out of ideas. So if they did put a giant mechanical spy, like one of these rogue gangs, yep. like Charlize Theron, who was evil in one of the last movies, she comes back from the dead, I assume. I didn't see it, but let's <laughs> say she's dead. Uh, but she comes back and she comes back with a giant robot spider. Ooh, and what she's if, missing one of her arms. No, so it's a cross. What if she's missing both of her legs and is in a wheelchair? Oh, yeah. And she's really obsessed with the fact that she lost her reproductive organ. Mm-hmm. For some reason. <laughs> I'm into it. Well, th- th- that would actually work really well for her. Because a lot of people don't know this. But Charlize Theron actually doesn't have any legs. <laughs> in real life. So she could just use her real set of spider legs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's really expensive to put it in, put her in movies. Because yeah. you gotta, gotta post, yeah, you, take all that you out gotta, and post. You gotta cover up the fact that she's a weird anthropomorphic spider person. Yeah. Uh, but she's a good actress, so what are you going to do? What are you exactly. going to do? You need her. You need her. You need her. If you're going to pay Theron money, you're going to pay to CGI. They crash the plane on the spider. And <laughs> <laughs> the only funny part in the whole movie happens where a guy with knife arms swings his arms around and then Will Smith wags his foot back and forth because he's got a knife blade on the foot. Yeah, I chuckled. That's pretty funny. That's, yeah, it's, it's a good yeah. scene. Also, why, how do you introduce knife arms in the third act? <laughs> <laughs> He's literally an evil genius and needs a henchman, and they save knife arms for the final scene right. of the movie. Up until this point in the movie, all of his henchmen have been regular women with guns. Yeah. yeah. Then they introduce knife arms and metalhead. Yep. <laughs> With 30 minutes left in the movie. 30 minutes. We're, I hope we're in the last five. I was going to say, I feel like it's, a, it's no more than 15. Well, you know, it's hard to say. It could have been a year it, of time. It felt like six years, but... So yeah. Will Smith wins his fight, and then they get Loveless out of his chair, and you're like, oh my god, they're finally going to do it. And nope. Not only does he have a big spider, he's got a little spider. Yeah, yeah. So the little spider kind of pops out of his chair, 
and lasts for like all of seven. Yeah. Right, because Gordon, good guy Gordon, has to face his good guy fear of using guns hmm. and shoot him with this little and pistol. And spiders. And spiders. Yeah. Wait, we're, we're not going to talk. <laughs> God damn, there's an amazing moment where they're in the White House and there's a cake and he's like, marzipan, isn't it? And they go, don't touch it. And a bunch of spiders just walk all over it. <laughs> like, <laughs> sending a goddamn message. It's like. How did we forget about that incredible moment? Yeah, like where were those spiders before? Why were they all hiding? They didn't even open the the case that the that the cake was in. The spiders just started like they just looked at it, and then the spiders came out. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, foreshadowing. Honestly, it's foreshadowing. It's a very subtle move because you see there spiders, mm. and later mm. spiders. spiders. Oh. Yeah. So you see, it's a, it's a bit like Chekhov's spider. Yeah. God damn Chekhov was uh, my weird roommate from college who had a spider. <laughs> Chekhov's not playing your spider out. <laughs> uh, good guy Gordon shoots a spider in the leg. Yeah. It falls over. No, Sh- like it starts leaking oil. Like immediately is disabled completely. Exactly. Because he builds a better plot for this movie in 10 seconds. He shoots the leg and then he's like, oh man, I could have done that to the big spider too. <laughs> they could have still done that because there's still a whole point where the spider like runs off a cliff. Well, then they wouldn't have they wouldn't have a spider to ride off into the sunset later. And we're done. That's how it ends. Yeah. Wait a minute. God, I blew God. my load. You're just oh. waiting to say that the whole goddamn... <laughs> we have a, a seven minute bit in here about oral sex. <laughs> you didn't mention blowing it. It didn't work. Once. It worked here, okay? Yeah. Well, what's weird is in the oral sex bit, they don't finish. <laughs> None of them actually blow their load, so. No, no. Because that would be gross. <laughs> if you yeah. show that, that movie becomes NC-17. Then it's porn. Yeah, yeah. That it's porn. <laughs> that, that's the line. <laughs> that's the line. <laughs> oh, what else happens? Uh, I don't know. Uh, so then they, they run the spider off a cliff. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, so they beat Loveless's spider legs, they run the spider off a cliff, Loveless almost falls to his death, uh, he's like, oh, I could kill us both right now, and Will Smith's like, fuck yeah, do it, bitch, <laughs> and then he falls to his death, but Will Smith grabs onto a chain. He wouldn't have hands anymore after that. No, yeah, no. His hands would be gone. They would be, a uh, uh, red film along that chain if he <laughs> yeah. does it. He would still be dead, except two hands would be gripping a chain. <laughs> yeah. With comic book bones, bones sticking out of them. <laughs> right, right. But Will Smith survives. Loveless falls to his death. I feel like we don't really circle back on the fact that there was this grand global conspiracy to dissolve America. And we yeah, just have like no one's held relations. accountable. It's just like... No eh. one's held accountable. Except for the Native Americans, yeah. who were arguably preemptively held accountable. <laughs> Hold on, guys. Instead of addressing this much bigger issue, I gotta go finish a railroad. Yep. So they do that. They finish the railroad. Mm. Grant says that Willie West and good guy Gordon have to work together from now on. Yep. And he steals their train because he can, because he's the president. And this is when we find out What's-Her-Face is married. Oh, yeah. Rita reveals that she's been married the whole time. I don't get it. Uh, It doesn't make sense. Yeah, and she's wearing a very fancy dress, and she walks off with this. You know what? Professor. No, it does make sense because a woman can't just say no to two men. She has to have a reason. Well, that too. 
She can't have just turned them down or not been interested in either of them. She's got to be like, oh, sorry, I'm actually married. <laughs> yeah, and like the whole time acted like she wasn't and for no reason. And she didn't actually help to save her dad. No, like her, she, she does nothing. nothing. Did she and fundamentally, on the her spider? dad husband was never actually in that much danger. Yeah, he was just one of the scientists, right? Yeah, do we yeah. even mention the scientists? What were the what were they? What? The scientists the, built the spider. Yeah, that he took them all hostage so to he, build the spider. He enslaved them, and they just made his spider. Right. Also, if he kills all the scientists, can he build another spider? I feel like Escobar's got good job security. Yeah, because he's lead spider manufacturer. Yeah, they, those aren't lying around. Yeah, yeah. We're you done. Got with, a Spider Man. The movie's You're not over. Get rid they of become it. the Secret Service. Uh, yeah. come to see also the secret service has a giant mechanical spider <laughs> i feel like that should come up i feel like a spider should be on our flag yeah. if the secret service that would be a, a sweet sequel <laughs> yeah the, like the kennedy the assassination the except there's a giant spider <laughs> spider yeah it should actually be entirely about the spider yeah. like the spider is the prequel to the helicarrier and willie west is nick fury's great-grandfather yep i'm into it i'm into it it's a lot of people don't talk about how wild wild west was in the mcu yeah but yeah well marvel doesn't like to reveal that they had such a rocky start so then they gave it almost a decade till iron man but there's a lot of subtle nods to uh, wild wild west and iron man yeah yeah sure sure and of course thanos is in the after credit sequence of wild wild right yeah yeah where he says i don't like spiders one bit i'm not coming to earth until this spider is gone and that explains why thanos took so much no time one's to gonna to say welcome to earth to me until yeah. the spiders are gone yeah yeah so that's the movie yeah so um you know let's do our usual um if you're gonna recommend this do we do zero to ten there's a one i think ten. it's uh on a scale of zero to eight spider legs oh let's How do zero to legs? eight spider legs yeah yeah i give this on merit alone, a one spider leg out of eight. But if you have friends to host a podcast with, and you're stingy about the time, and you hold them to a length less than the run length of the movie, a seven out of eight spider legs. Yeah, that's good. Seven out of eight spider legs. So altogether, that's one whole spider. Yeah. A seven out of eight spider legs, that spider is pretty much fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like, wouldn't want to contend with it. Yeah. yeah, you're still going to be scared of that spider. The other spiders are going to be like, does Greg seem different? Does Greg, did Greg lose weight? <laughs> but they're they're not counting. A spider can only count up to five. Yeah. In fact. Yeah. Uh, so they won't even know that Greg is missing. Right. That's true. Yeah. A noob. Me? How many, oh, how many spider uh, legs? You know, I would have to give this... Man, I don't know. I, I, okay, I think this has two spider legs yeah two spider legs i'd give it more but um honestly i just don't i don't want to yeah it doesn't have a spider leg to stand on it doesn't have a spider leg to stand on it does have two spider legs but a spider couldn't stand with two <laughs> yeah, legs. yeah right well when yeah. the expression you don't have a spider leg to stand on means you need at least four legs yeah and they all have to be on different sides of your body too. right like if you have four on one side you can have four just... left spider legs yeah yeah, but at that point in time, the saying gets kind of 
clunky. Right. Yeah, just... You know what they always say. You can't yeah. have... You can't have <laughs> what a spider like to stand on, but only if you cut it down <laughs> to if, not talk about four, the side of the spider legs. Yeah. But not if they're on the same side. Presented by Will Smith. <laughs> I'm going to have to say, I'm going to give this my worst rating yet, and it's a one spider leg. I think I even gave Barney, too. It's by far the worst piece of media we've watched. I would rather watch yeah. Barney. I would rather watch a, a hour and a half loop of spiders crawling on top of a cake. Yeah. <laughs> and, but one of the spiders has a cowboy hat. You know what? No, no, no. no. 1.5. And the only reason I'm giving it the extra 0. 0.5 is because the song. The song makes the movie. Oh, the song is really good. The song has eight spider legs for me. Yeah. Yeah. So it's song alone. Uh, just go watch the music video because it's quality. But now I think last time, the last time we recorded this podcast, uh, five years ago, yeah, uh, we started rating things relative to the last thing that we had done, right? Yep. So we rated it how many times the last thing we had done. What's the last thing we did? The Pokemon movie. The Pokemon movie. Oh, this is like this is like point zero five pokemon yeah i gotta get into fractions to rate this goddamn movie yeah 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 maybe Maybe at least the pokemon movie with all its nonsense and weird moments and just like filler has nostalgia and resonates with me so yeah this is like point one pokemon movies i don't know if i've ever seen either of these movies before so there was no nostalgia factor in either of them for me Uh uh-huh uh an eighth an eighth give me an eighth (laughs) well so i'd like to point out i think one of the notable absences in wild wild west is there was no dragonite with a messenger Mm. and i'm telling you the plot would have made a lot more sense that's how they would have found out about the party that's how fucking dragonite with a messenger bag shows up says hey you're invited to a party uh-oh, who's the main antagonist? You two. Oh. He's got a giant eight-legged mechanical spider. I honestly would have believed better the turn movie. more if there was like, yeah, the guy in the wheelchair was puppeted by Mewtwo the whole time. Oh, yeah, yeah. You think a real man would be that ridiculous? No, that's Mewtwo's impression of a man. Mewtwo has very low opinions of us. That would have been more believable than this actual movie. We didn't even mention anything about his dumb facial hair. That's like, look at how villainous I am. Oh, the facial hair is a lot. I don't think I think we need a separate podcast just to talk <laughs> yeah. about the facial hair. Um, if you're listening, just 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 Google, just Google. I does it, it makes my teeth itch looking at his face. <laughs> yeah, because it's also like it's not just weirdly shaved. It looks like they glued pubes on his. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like that. It's got that consistency. For all I know, he doesn't have any facial hair, and. He does glue pubes on his face every morning. Uh, no, but he can't do he that. Can't. He can't. He doesn't have any pubes anymore. Yeah, his dick is gone. Thanks no, for joining actually, us he... on Everything You Remember Sucks. <laughs> he he only has pubes, actually. <laughs> his dick was blown off just right at the level. So he's got the pubes, but just nothing below it. A fate, Anyways, a fate worse than that. <laughs> this is kid. This, this, this has been. Everything this... You Remember Pubes. This has been Will Smith presents Wild Willie's No Wild, Wild West Wild West <laughs> Wild West's Wild West featuring William West, Good Guy Gordon, Keanu Reeves, Cool Modi, 
and it is Cool Modi and Drew Hill are the two featured singers on Wild Wild West. <laughs> Brought to you by Matt Anoop and Colleen. Yeah. Yeah. We did it. Anyways, we're going straight to the Wild Wild West. I'm going to go insane. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>